Hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, beaming out to you from on the sand next to the waves in Little Castaways Beach, Queensland, Australia. Joined today by Damien Thompson. Damien, g'day, sir. Where are you hanging out? G'day. Um, I'm in Mexico City, Mexico. And, and that g'day was not, that was half authentic because Damien's half Australian, <laughs> half American, right? Half authentic, yes. Yeah, half authentic. And your son, is, <laughs> your son is one third American, one third Australian, one third Kiwi. Is that about right? That's, I don't know how that works, correct. but yeah. <laughs> and n- number two is on the way in a few days. But enough of family genealogy. Damien's value proposition is something that I could, I really, to me, it, 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 it spoke of authenticity. It spoke of that sweet spot between desirability and believability because Damien is the sales expert and most sales expert, dare I say it, are full of hype and BS. But Damien's thing of, you know, like if you're closing one and four right now, I can create a close one and three. If you're closing one and five, I'll get you to one and four. That to me had this authenticity about it. And that's why I was keen to reach out and have you on the show. So thanks for being here. Let's rock and roll. Damien is the founder of SalesAbility, which in itself is very clever, SalesAbility. Dot com where he helps turn small businesses into sales machines. Sales is the most important skill for an entrepreneur, but the one they least want to learn. He helps reluctant founders unleash their ability to sell. So, Damien, let's get this show on the road. The title is How to Avoid the Sales Mistakes That Most Company Founders Make. Damien's going to show us how to do that in less than seven minutes. So, Damien, our seven minutes starts now. Question number one is Who is your ideal client? So I call them the reluctant salesperson. These are service providers, entrepreneurs, small business owners who are forced to sell because they started a business, but they aren't professional salespeople and don't believe that they want to be. (laughs) Indeed. They're probably a little introverted, are they, when it comes to selling? Yeah, you know, where they have some head trash around what selling actually is because there are the charlatans out there that are telling you you can 10x everything and all that nonsense. And so instead, they haven't learned that it sales is a process. And I find a lot of times engineers, project managers, people that are actually good at process are good at selling. Interesting, because you give them a track they can follow, a process. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's a process. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a business process. Yeah. So six and a quarter minutes left. Question number two, tell us more about the problem you solve. Yeah, so it's more on that. It's, you know, I help them create the systems and processes they need to win more business in less time. You know, one of the challenges they'll have is, is that they are doing everything. They're a jack of all trade, a solopreneur, if you will. And because of that, they have to, in the early stages, they're trying to figure out how to deliver their service or product. They're trying to deliver, you know, how to kind of maybe scale the operational side, the delivery side, and they're forced to do the selling. So they don't kind of maybe do it as well as they should. Or they don't spend as much time as and learning how to kind of do it properly or set it up. Or frankly, they get a lot of bad advice on the internet. Mm. So question number three, five and a half minutes left. We've got this person who's a founder. They're technically great. They've got, they've got some magic. They need to get out of the market. How do they know they need what you've got? Question number three, what are the, some of the symptoms they're going to be experiencing because they haven't nailed the sales process? Sure. So one is they're not winning enough, right? They're just not winning enough business. You know, they're right. kind of spraying and praying proposals out there. They're talking a lot. They do really well maybe if they get a really heavy direct referral, like one of their clients introduces them to another person yep. who has a direct need, they do okay. But when it comes to anybody in that kind of warm middle market, which is where the real meat is going, where you're really going to scale your business, they don't do that. So Another thing is fear. Like, you know, are they, are their, their fear of not being good at sales stops them from actually doing some of the things they need to. It's one of those in the back of their head that say, I should be doing this, but I'm not. 
They're always looking for something else in the business to do. You know, they don't have the time to kind of focus on growing their product offering or growing their team or growing their service delivery to scale past themselves and a handful of contractors. So if they're feeling those kind of pain points, that's generally a good symptom to saying, hey, I can, those people are people that I should at least talk to, you know, whether help or not. Okay. So four and a half minutes left. Question number four is... What are some of the common mistakes that, that these founders are going to make when they realize they've got this, they don't have a sales process, that they are losing good prospects? They're going to try and do stuff. So before they find sales ability, what are some of the common mistakes they're going to make? So this is probably close to your heart, but you know, they all believe they have a lead problem when they really have a sales problem. All right. And so they think that throwing just, just throwing just more leads in, it's going to solve the problem because they aren't their win rate's very low because they don't have a system in place. So a big mistake they make there is is trying every single you know lead generation strategy in the world, whatever the new hotness is in the marketplace, whatever some gurus trying to pitch them of you know don't cold call, don't do this, don't do this, and, and preying on their on their lack of desire to do lead gen, and so they think that's the issue. Another really big one that's quite expensive is is they try to outsource the problem. They try to hire salespeople too fast. Wow. Right, they don't know how to manage. They don't know how to. Do it. They don't have a process to get it. They, they think there's some unicorn who's going to come in and build the sales process for them. And I like to tell people, like, if you hate being a sales rep, you're going to hate being a sales manager even more, right? Because <laughs> everything you hate about sales of having, you know, not having control, kind of the customer kind of being in control of your processes, you don't have a process to fall back on. You're doing the same thing, but now you've got a third party doing it for you, you know, or believing that some magical agency is going to come in and close the deal for them. And I just need to set it up and they'll come and close. Like, it just doesn't exist. And right. so those are some of, the, some of the most common three of the kind of, we have about eight we, we think about, so... Thank you. And yep. question number five, two and three quarter minutes approximately left. What's one value before reaction that someone listening to this who's got the sales, lack of sales process problem, what's one step they could take towards fixing the problem? It's not going to give them the whole solution. They might need no, you for yeah. that, but one step. Strong qualification. So, you know, the biggest problem is that you, you're, you're wait, most of them are wasting time on people that are never going to buy anything. And this comes yeah. to this kind of like this bad advice thing that of, you know, the keys in the follow-up or follow the key to sales success. That's just flat out wrong. The keys in qualification, right? Following up people who are never going to buy makes you feel uncomfortable. It makes them feel uncomfortable. Now you feel like you're stalking somebody. You know, you're, you're, you're setting them constant communication that's ignored. And this is the reason why people hate selling because they're not doing it right. They think that selling is badgering someone until they say yes, right? Yeah. Just putting a proposal out there and then chasing it up and following up until you die. Just that's not it. Like have a very clear understanding of who you serve and how you serve them and make sure you qualify and make sure they're a good fit before you spend time and energy trying to win that business. Great advice. Thank you. Just under two minutes left. Question six, one valuable free resource that we could direct people to that's going to help them even further. Fantastic. So salesability.com slash mistakes is a page that's going to give you a video of all the eight most common mistakes we see and how to address them. So it's kind of talking about the qualification we just talked about, a couple of other things, proposals, a couple of those other mistakes. But go sign up there. It's a quick form, a real quick form, and you'll get instant access to a video to watch. They'll give you that free kind of feedback. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've been through that. And the, the, the eight mistakes, it's really, it's really very valuable. And it's nice and short and compressed. So good bang for time bucks. So that is salesability dot com forward slash mistakes last question sir question number seven just over a minute left what's the one question i should have asked you but didn't and the answer why does this matter yeah. so why yeah, does this matter 
Right. So I think it matters because, you know, again, the, the premise I've built this business on and I've spent three decades in selling is that sales is the most important skill for a business owner, but the one they're least likely to learn. And this is because of their misperceptions, the head trash we carry with us sometimes as founders that aren't sales pros, you know, and, and also following that bad advice, like follow up until you die. You know, if you want to enjoy selling more or at least not hate it, there's some things you can do. Don't give up your power base. You know, don't act like, you know, act as an equal, right? As a peer, don't be a beggar, right? Learn how to believe in not just what you sell, but how you sell, right? To have better results. If you don't believe in what you sell, that's a product problem. And if you're the founder of a business and you've got a product problem, well, you got a real problems, right? And so that's generally not the issue. But most business owners and entrepreneurs I talk to about this, they're very passionate about their products and services. They're very passionate about their customers and their market. They're very passionate about how they're going to help them. And they really do think of them in a way of how can I help them have success. But they just haven't put the sales systems and processes in place so they can win more deals. Damien Thompson, thank you so much. Fantastic. Appreciate it, Tom. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.marketingthinvisible.com. 5hourchallenge.com